0: I am um, 78 years old and presently live in South Burlington, Vermont. And the hospital that we use is the University of Vermont Medical Center, which is not a single freestanding building. It's a small campus, but it serves uh, for the most part, the entire state of Vermont.
1: Can you explain to us um, why you visited the hospital that day and uh, in as much detail as you feel comfortable with? Um, sure. And actually you mentioned yeah. that the hospital is serving lots of different places and even if there's information about how far you had to travel to get there or you know what what a, an experience yeah, well, that is for you to do.
0: I can get to the hospital from our condo if I hit the lights right in five minutes. Okay. So <laughs> there's, there's certainly no inconvenience with that regard. Um, it's interesting this cyber attack at Vermont happened on the twenty eighth of, Octo- of october twenty eighth of October and I may have been very well been one of the first persons who uh, outside the hospital who who realized that something was up had no idea what was up and we would find that out in a matter of a few days. but I had reason to call um uh, my uh, primary nurse and so I called the um the oncology department, well, you would ask me, what, you know, being about being a patient. I, I'm, I'm a very complicated patient, very interesting patient to the doctors. Um, my primary problem is I have multiple myeloma, which is uh, cancer of the bone marrow, but I have s- several critical underlying conditions. I've got um, a pacemaker with some uh, some other uh, cardiac issues, and I'm also uh, a type 2 diabetic, which you don't need to get into detail, but it makes treatments any one of those things very difficult because what you do that's good for one disease might not be good for the other disease so I'm I'm a real challenge but anyway that on the 28th um I I called my primary nurse and I got the receptionist and, and it was a young man and he said I don't know if I can get a message to her he says something's funny with my computer um I, I can't get on the internet. Our phones are, aren't working properly. So he says, I'll have to handwrite out a message and actually walk it down to her. I said, well, oh, thank you very much. Don't remember what the message was now, but hung up and you know never gave it a second thought. I mean, just probably a typical glitch in the system. And then maybe 24 hours later, it was all over the news that the medical center had been the victim of some sort of cyber attack. And uh, the thing that impacted me and, and a lot of other patients, but not all patients, and I'll clarify that in a minute. um, We couldn't get onto the patient portal, which is called MyChart. And uh, it's, it's something that I'm sure is spread all around the country. Um, It's not unique to Vermont for sure. But anyway, you can go on that. You can get summaries of your most recent visits, all past visits. You can get test results. You can communicate um, with your practitioners and things of that sort. Um, But that was down. That was down. And at first, you know, it just kind of seemed a little bit of an inconvenience. Now, I have to understand, I got a lot of stuff wrong with me, but I don't have, you know, one foot out the the door and the other on a banana peel. Um, There's nothing wrong with me that can't be managed. Some of it can't be cured, but it can all be managed. But there are certainly a lot of patients out there who, um, you know, they are really critically ill, and it's important for them to know what's going on. Uh, and to be able to communicate with their doctors and other practitioners. So for me, you know, it, it, I, did, I never really got into panic mode. But, you know, once I was able to get back into the hospital, which was probably a couple of weeks later, I get in for tests and treatments and stuff. You know, I could tell by the, what the pa- questions the patients were asking, the tone, the voice, the body language, that they were really, They were concerned. I won't say they were scared, but they were definitely concerned. Like, how 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 am I going to know this, and how am I going to know that? And nobody really had answers for them because nobody knew. The only thing they were learning is that this was a much bigger deal than anybody expected. And I have seen quotes in the paper or within the um, you know the chief IT guy and the chief of operations and even the the president of the, of the hospital and medical staff. have all said, well, we were well-prepared for three to five days of having some kind of a, of an internet crash, but we're, they'd gone by that. And and in the end it ended up being, you know, I don't really know exactly when it ended because they released information in bits and pieces, but I got to tell you, it was at least four to six weeks before like the patient portal was back up online. Uh, so um you know they were they were some of those people were really getting really concerned.
1: Can you talk a little bit about how the the medical professionals were sort of reacting or what they how they could respond to folks who were sure. kind of coming at them with concerns and
0: sure i I can't say enough good things uh, about the medical staff from my um personal physician on down to the people who uh, in the registration welcome you when you when you come into the cancer center. Um, I never, and, and, you know, a lot of these nurses were getting asked a lot of questions and I'm sure there was a lot of stuff that people wanted to know. Most of it was probably non-medical that the staff didn't know the answer to, or they were reluctant to comment on because they didn't want to say something that wasn't true. Uh, The way the, hospital administration handled it was really to play their their car keep their cars real close to their chest and that wasn't just their decision they were working closely with the fbi and you know all i can tell you is what i saw in the paper is about one sentence and it just said the fbi said make no comment so you know there wasn't an awful lot of information uh being distributed out there but i thought that the staff was just wonderful they were very supportive they were very honest, if they didn't know the answer, they would tell them if they said they didn't know the answer because they couldn't get that information, you know, they explained it to them. And if they did know something, they were very good. They never, they were calm, cool, collected. They never got flustered. Um, they were just so supportive. Uh, I just can't say you know enough good things about from the staff from the, from the physicians on down to the, to the clerks. They were great. It wasn't like machines didn't work. That's true like in radiology. Those are, many of those diagnostic machines are, are totally run by computers, like c- computer computerized axial tomography or the CAT scan. That's totally dependent on a computer. Um, and, and they were down, but in the cancer center, you know, they could, they could run all their machines. Their problem was they couldn't get to the patient's records. So they didn't know like what to put in the machines, like the dose which which chemotherapies, what dosage of it timing of it, so on and so forth so that's what was really impacting um impacting the patients um but i I can't say enough good things about the uh, the staff they were wonderful
1: how did they how did they handle that then since they couldn't quite get you know the full picture of of what the appropriate treatment was based on specific patients did they just it was a case where they just did the board cut all treatments they, or did they yes, they did they had
0: to cut they had to cut treatments for a while uh, I think I was got in in about two I think it was about two weeks I had one or two um, canceled um, another thing just runs is, is tangential to this after I made that phone call uh, to, do, to to leave a message for for the nurse a um, day or two later I woke up and had swollen ankles which for me with a cardiac condition can, can be a sign of something bad happening in other words, your heart isn't moving enough blood through your system and it pulls in your fingers your ankles and stuff and um we couldn't get you know through to the we wouldn't have been able to get through to cardiology except the nurse practitioner there uh kind of befriended my wife and had given her out her you know personal information in regards to phone phone numbers and um and uh Email, So through that, because it wasn't connected to the system, we were able to, to get a hold of her and ask, what should we do? And she immediately had a thought, but that thought directed her back to the hospital's patient records, my, my chart, to find out what it was I was given when this happened before and what the dosage of it was. And so we were stuck and this was, this had me more concerned than anything else because I, you know, this chance with your blood pools like that, there's something really wrong with you. So uh, what, we, what she actually had to do, I remember the pharmacy from which we got the medicine, she had to call the pharmacy, um, and they were able to backtrack in their system and tell her what it was and what the dosage was. So that so that corrected. That turned out just to be a scare and nothing really wrong. But that was a second, and the final incident that I had were within the, uh, um, you know, the, the, the shutdown of the system had
1: an impact on me. That's a, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. so happy to that, yeah. that
0: contact. And, and then while while the my chart was down, I'm. I forget now what exactly. I think my my chair, I think, was actually down for. I may have said two weeks. It was actually down for about a month. Um, it was one of the last of the um, applications to come back on board.
1: Before this happened to you personally, how aware were you of cyber warfare or cyber attacks on hospitals or cyber attacks in yeah. general?
0: Yeah. Well, I'd heard the word, and I I could define it. <laughs> But I never thought that um, that they could get to be as severe as, as it did. And now that that has happened, uh, you know, there's stories. Obviously, there's a lot of local stories about what happened. Um, but within those, they oftentimes refer to what ha- what's happened in other places. Now, the, on the 28th of October, when this happened here, it also happened uh, across uh, – upper New York state as well. And I believe there was a major attack in, um, in Oregon all at the same time. Um, And now that you look back on it, you, you realize now the attack here, the attack here, as I say, they kept it under wraps for a long time. And then at the end, they have admitted that it was a ransomware attack. There was no, Request by the attackers for uh, any sum of money, but they did leave a message in there <laughs> of how they could be contacted. Which I find out, I don't understand that. <laughs> if you do something that bad, why would you want anybody to know who you might be? But but anyhow, they they never paid. They never paid the ransom, um, and uh, uh, I guess some places did, but for the majority, they, they they don't. And 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 I think that's you know it's like the horrible except it's not as bad as the situation where you have a person who's been kidnapped by a foreign enemy and, you know, they threaten to kill him or whatever, you. if you don't pay the ransom, I think that's a horrible situation. And it's not, not so bad here. Although what you know what the, you guys probably know this, but what they can do is a, they they can take the data that they might steal. Oh. And so, cause this is an important point. It's a side point. No personal information or patient information was stolen in this Case in Vermont. Um, but you never know what the attacker is going to do. Um, and it's kind of, you know, t- turning out to be an arms race as uh, the hospital's uh, IT people work to develop better security systems versus the bad guys who are trying to figure out ways to get by any security system, no matter how sophisticated it, it, it might be. Um, Let's see what else. Um, yeah, and then they take they can take this information, of course, and and they they can sell it. They get money that way. If they don't get the money out of you, they get it that way. They they also can leak pieces of it, just enough t- to let you know that they are capable of doing much worse with whatever information might rem- remain. So that's that's real leverage into getting you to you know cough up. I think we're talking millions of dollars here. They're not going to say, oh, it's a hundred bucks. I think most of these ransomware things have been in the millions of dollars uh, they expect to be paid. Um, So I've, you know, I, I never realized it could be this, run this deep and be this harmful. So uh, I'm not an IT guy by any means, as you can tell, just even trying to have a zoom conference here. Um, I'm very confident that, you know, this hospital, and all hospitals will continue to work real hard to develop, a, you know, counter uh, Personally, uh, I mean, I'd never be a victim of a ransom attack, but you certainly could be a victim of some kind of cyber attack. So I've and I just noticed something the other day. I happened to go on my iPhone and I hit settings, I guess. And there was a whole list of all my passwords right there. And I never knew it was there which just urges me even more. Uh, I've got to do something immediately about password protection. Now, if, if I knew all that, that I had just told you um, earlier, uh, I would have done a better job than what I did, although I didn't do a bad job, of having my own database. And I think for people and this is where I really feel sorry for that group that I described to you from, uh, from upstate New York or even upstate Vermont, where they, either they don't have computers or fickle reception or what have you, it, it, is you've got to take it upon yourself to begin. You can start with, they always offer, do you want to print out of what, what happened today? You can, you can do that. Um, you certainly could go onto my chart, probably take pictures of what's there, write it down whatever the only thing about my chart is I don't know how deeply you can drill down mine down I give you an example of what I mean Uh, if I get a test result back let's say I had a um, oh that's something from radiology like a PET scan I can get the results of it but I can't get the PET scan itself if I'm with my physician she will bring it up on her computer and shouldn't flip the screen over and say, you see this spot here, see that spot there? This is good, this is bad. I don't think you could do that, but you could at least get the results. So I think, you know, if I were working in that hospital, I would advise people that, you know, take the printout of the summary that's going to have some, but not all information. Uh, and if you, you know, get home and you want to drill down and get some more stuff, uh, do that, do that, because you certainly won't get, every little detail, but if this ever happened again, at least you'd be able to say, well, before this happened, this is the, these are the meds you were giving me, these are the dosage, this is the schedule. See, they, could, they also lost all their schedules. They didn't know who the heck was coming in for an appointment the next day, let alone the next month. Um, so it's a good idea, I think, to do that. Now, I have those people that I'm staying here, I don't know, because they may not have a computer, they may not understand the importance of it, they might not do it, but I think if you can get just some people to do it, it would be a help
1: have you that was one of the questions was like how um you might have adjusted your own behavior knowing like from a medical perspective like at the hospital and your treatment but if they're do do you like print out these things and ask for these hard copy records and then is are there any other areas in your life that are connected to the internet where you've sort of reassessed how you um manage that information
0: your latter question would be no i hadn't i you know still kind of hung up on this thing i hadn't gone that far ahead. But that's thank you for mentioning, because that's probably something we should do.
1: Is there anything that you would want folks out there to know? Because a lot of people who are not watching us closely and following the news or haven't experienced what you experienced and kind of and the way that you even thought about what happened and all of the people who were impacted in what you saw, they haven't had this. And so I think for a lot of people, that might be hard for them to understand the threat. Is there anything that you would want them to know or or, um, understand about cyber warfare?
0: Well, only that, I mean, I'm not an expert, so I can't get into any details, but only to be aware of the fact that, you know,
1: this comes on the news,
0: listen to it, because it is a real and serious threat. There's no doubt about it. And I was guilty in the beginning of thinking, yeah, no big deal. They'll they'll get it back, they'll find it, blah, 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 blah. But um, this whole thing has showed me that this is um uh, um I think I mentioned before, it's it it it's becoming an arms race of the good guys versus the bad guys. And um We've got to work work real hard, um, and of course, it's going to take money uh, to make sure that we can protect uh, patients' personal and and uh, and clinical information.
1: Um, I'm just curious, who do you think is re- most responsible for protecting for protecting the um, for patients or even? Well,
0: so- I think that uh, clearly to me that would fall upon the um, uh, information technology i t department. Uh, keep working you know to make their systems better they're you know they they're, they're never going to be perfect it's got just to bring up something that's in the news now these things mutate in a way I mean the, the bad guys out there figure out how to beat your best newest and best system and it's like a mutation and uh, as soon as you fix that they're going to be working real hard to be whatever the next version is so um yeah I, it's and it, it's funny it's you know I'm 78 years old so I was born in time of the second world war. So I've seen that and don't remember much about it, but my father was away. Um, and I certainly clearly remember the, the Korean, uh, Korean war and, and, and Vietnam and all the little, all smaller things that happened since. So um, yeah, it's, 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 this is serious. Um, I never thought that, you know, that it to be some kind of an electronic war versus a, you know, open battlefield war, but it's here. It's, It's a horrible thing. And I I don't see that anybody's going to give up. You know, there's a a way for them to to make money, to to, uh, to leverage, to get whatever else they, they might want. So there's no incentive for them to drop it. I would say it was a learning experience for me and all that. But, you know, I'm not in a medical situation where missing a cancer treatment might mean I might die. I mean, I can go without them for a while, but I, I really feel sorry for those people who were, in, you know, at, at a very critical stage in their treatment, to have to go without treatments for, for did I, you know, I can't make up a number because it depends on their situation, but one or more, I guess, is all you can say. I mean, I would be scared to death if um, if that had happened to me and I'd been in a much more serious um, situation.